Hello, hello, it's Kat Revzon with a dollop of positivity. We moved from New York City 12 years ago, and I think we're rocking the suburbs. I was born and raised in New York, actually, and most of my life I spent walking and taking public transportation. I didn't learn to drive until I was in my 20s because I didn't have to. Even when I went to college, we had public transportation, or I walked everywhere, or I actually took my rollerblades and went around town. So we didn't ride the school bus to school. I just actually in elementary school rolled out of bed, took the elevator down, and then walked through the doors. Middle school, we took the bus. Um, sometimes I snuck on the train. Um, in high school, I definitely walked to the train station and, and took the subway um, all the way to the Bronx. But most of the time, you know, I had kids from um, other boroughs and they hopped on the bus. Sometimes it was the public school bus. Sometimes it was um, an express bus. So little did I know that when my kids had to sign up to take the bus, I actually asked my husband, do we have to pay for this bus service? And he said, yeah, through taxes, but no, no extra fee. Again, how was I supposed to know? Anyway, mailboxes. That's different. When I lived in an apartment building, we had mailboxes um, lined up by number. You know the deal. And then when I moved to, I did live in the suburbs when I was done with my training and I lived in Somerville, Massachusetts. Um, so yeah, we had those standalone mailboxes, but I think my roommate actually, no, I stand corrected. We didn't have a mailbox. We had a door with a mail slot and the mail person would slip it through and my roommate would just put our mail aside and that's how we would get our mail. And if we had to send something out, I think I actually had to go to the post office or find a mailbox. So this mailbox on the end of the driveway is a new thing for me. So that being said, I really don't understand how some people can manage to get their mail or put their mail into the mailbox without leaving their cars. I haven't mastered that yet, but one day I will. I mean, come on, I can't even master swiping my badge in a garage. So I have many more years to practice that with. But raising the red flag to tell people that you have mail going out, I don't do that. In fact, I was advised not to do that. But that's, again, new to me. Having my own mailbox, incinerator, no more incinerator at the end of your hallway, you actually have to either hire a trash company to come get your trash or you bring it to the transfer station. We don't have a dump, it's a transfer station. So it's not the end all be all there, but we do bring it there and we buy the stickers and stick it on the big black trash bags and we try to go once a week. 
so that that's new for me. Um, I mean, I really enjoyed opening the chute and sending bags of trash down and listening to it go against the wall of the chute. Yeah, I know I'm weird. All right. Um, one other thing that's different is when we lived in an apartment building, we would tip the staff at the year end. And I remember the last time we lived in a building, there would be a long list of all the essential workers for the building to, of course, keep us safe, keep us from having issues in our homes. Um, but it was a pretty long list. So I'm grateful that we don't have that long list, but we have other services that we um, tip when uh, the time comes for that. So, um, but that is different. In the suburbs, we have to drive everywhere. So I mentioned I'm used to walking. I learned that 20 city blocks is a mile, but that's not something here. Um, everything is 20 minutes away from our house, give or take. Uh, fortunately, school is not 20 minutes away. Um, it's just actually probably four minutes away. Um, so we're grateful for that. But we've been up and down that road many times, um, especially now when the kids' schedules are actually different. In any event, um, there are only sidewalks on select portions of School Road, and we're lucky that all four schools actually are laid out on School Road, but unfortunately they're not in any, they're not in order. So it's not like the elementary school, then the intermediate school, then the middle school and the high school are laid out. Um, but it doesn't really affect much other than sometimes you have to drive backwards or you, I don't mean like move your car backwards, but the route is backwards. And then sometimes you just have to uh, you're not able to make a left because of the traffic flow. So sometimes you have to detour around. So the trick is to get there early or be late, but you don't want your kids to be late for school. Anyway, we also don't have street lights. Um, I did notice recently that they are on um, Route 57. But other than that, I always know when I'm leaving my town or I'm entering my town because there are no streetlights. So I get it. I get sometimes people need their high beams, but please, if you see me coming towards you, kindly turn them off because, you know, they're actually blinding. And also, those of you behind me, you don't need to turn on your high beams because that only blinds me. And if you come up really close to me, I'm just going to take my time because I can't see. Sorry. Now, also in a small town in the suburbs, you're pretty much six degrees from everyone. We have a population of about 10,000. We pretty much know most of the people, but I will say I haven't been to all the different streets that are within our town um, unless I get lost, like I deviate from ways. But it is kind of neat that the stores in our town center, um, they may not know you very well, but they've seen you around many times and they'll probably know your name and it's more personable. It's also a perk because everyone knows whose kids are yours. So if your kids are... Um, not behaving, you'll hear about it, which is nice. So then my kids know they have to behave. Wild animals. Well, 
Sometimes when I'm in the house looking out, I feel like I'm the animal in captivity and the wild ones are the observers. I personally have not seen a black bear, but I know sometimes it's out on my street. I've also not seen, hmm, I think I've seen everything else. I've seen deer, plenty of those. Um, I've seen osprey, I've seen owls, coyotes, raccoons, and possums. We even had one live under our porch, and my daughter named him Peary. But for the most part, lots of chipmunks, lots of squirrels, and, you know, Henry likes to chase them. He thinks he can get them, but he really can't. In the wintertime, what's different in the suburbs than living in an apartment is we can't open the windows while the heat is on full blast. I did that a lot in the city. I'm really sorry. I couldn't control the heat that came out through the vents. But here, you're paying for the heating oil by the gallon. And so you don't want to abuse that. Um, so we uh, keep the temperature in the house in the mid-60s. And then, you know, if it's warm like today, we'll pop the window open, but at least it's climate control and the heat's not going to come on unless it's um, at a certain temperature. So it's great to have thermostats around the house. Laundry. I miss going to the basement and having multiple machines so that I can do many loads of laundry at once. I know it's a luxury to have my own washer and dryer, but I can only do one load at a time. And sometimes, as you know, I don't mind the washing part, but the folding and the sorting, not my favorite. But I'm happy to have a washer and dryer so that I can do laundry whenever I want and I don't have to feed quarters. And I know now they use cards, but again, I don't have to worry about making sure the card is full and things like that. There's lots of open space in the suburbs. We do have two acre zoning in our town. So Henry actually really loves it. For us, it is lawn maintenance. Um, for a while we did do our own mowing, but after a while um, it's hard to upkeep. So um, it is nice to have someone come and help us blow leaves, but this is the sound you will hear a lot of. So while we don't have constant sirens going on like we do in the city, uh, we do get lawnmowers and plows and things like that. And of course, if you do hear sirens here, we worry about, oh no, what happened? Where is... Where's this happening and is everyone okay? So just a different mindset as well. Um, we do have power lines that are above ground. So if it's a high wind or a hurricane or a big snowstorm, then we'll likely lose power. So we've been trained to keep an emergency pack, um, fill up the tubs with water, or we have many uh, bottles of water and buckets of water in preparation for the next storm um, but basically without electricity you don't have running water um, you don't have the ability to flush toilets 
And for us, because we're in well water and, and we rely on the electricity um, for our heating tank, then there's no heat, there's also no hot water. Um, many people have generators, portable ones, whole house. We just have not been um, that uh, diligent about getting one. So um, the last time we lost power, it was almost seven days without it, but we um, were lucky to have friendly neighbors who um, allowed us to take showers um, and usually our town will uh, set up heating centers shower centers things like that charging stations so it's nice to live in a little town and know that everyone's in it together also have many lovely friends and neighbors so if when you do come move into the suburbs make sure you get to know your surrounding um towns and also make sure you know who your neighbors are and get to know them because you never know when you could use their help or when you can help them out so septic there's actually a tank underground and every couple of years uh, we have to have it pumped and if you are not diligent about that you actually will not be a happy camper so i need to actually set that up uh, in the next couple of months for myself um, but there are different companies around that will come and pump out your septic tank um, and keep that going I mentioned that we have well water there was a time when we had no water coming out of the faucet and we thought oh no the well is um, down we need to replace it but sometimes it just um, has to do with the um, fuse or sometimes you know it just needs a couple days to replenish um, but that was the only time I think um, we had an issue with the uh, fill tank and it resolved after uh, we sought help from a well company so heating oil we used to have a company come and automatically fill our tanks um, but since I'm paranoid anyway, and I'm constantly checking what level we're at and calling them to come and fill our tanks, that didn't really work out very well. So now we do um, cash heating oil, which has worked out for us. Um, we will either fill the tank to the top or we do um, 100 gallons at a time. Uh, but we do keep a close eye on when we're running low so that we don't run into that issue um, but there are people who sign contracts and uh, will have uh, maintenance schedules and also um, heating oil delivered um, on a schedule so uh, that might be new for you as well unless you have gas um, coming into your house and then you don't have to worry about that natural gas is an option for some of the houses um, so you know check it out when you look at houses um, my driveway is very steep we have about 700 feet from my house to the top and we do have an incline or a decline and we have big boulders on both sides of the driveway so we've had multiple people get stuck in our driveways on snowy icy days uh, so 
in the suburbs, it's not a bad idea to have four-wheel drive, um, also enhanced with winter tires. So I myself have gotten stuck in my own driveway. There were times when we first moved here, um, I didn't know how to get out. So the trick is don't gun it. Uh, the trick is to go up slowly, but surely. Um, but at the time I had an Odyssey and that was, I believe, I don't even know if it's rear wheel drive. Maybe it was all wheel drive. I'm not really sure, but I couldn't get out. And so I would have to call the preschool and say, sorry, I can't get out of the driveway. Can't bring my kid to school. And then we've had teachers get stuck. We've had therapists get stuck. So after that, um, we decided that we won't have guests come over during the winter unless it's dry. Um, we've also had a um, plow truck get stuck. Uh, so it's it's not a fun situation, but we are now on top of the situation whenever it's snowing or um, we do have a plow contract that we have kept um, with a company that has dual blades. So they're able to get in and out of our driveway um, and we do have to add sand um, cat litter. FYI is also good for traction, so I keep that in my trunk, and I also have invested in winter tires and all-wheel drive, so I've learned how to maneuver um, through the winter in the suburbs, um, so a lot of different things when you're moving from the city to the countryside, but it is a nice life um, in that everything's slower, you can walk to places, I have done that because I don't like the driving situation or the parking situation. It doesn't always work out that way, but um, it is a very different lifestyle um, and you, you might like it. Uh, there are definitely a lot of fun activities that I probably wouldn't have done if I lived in the city um, as often. So, you know, like strawberry picking, apple picking, um, going on hikes, a um, lot of different things to do, a lot of fresh air. So if you have a chance, um, come visit and check it out. I am not fully rocking the suburbs yet, um, but when I can reach into my mailbox without getting out of my car, I will declare myself having 100% rock the suburbs. But I really like it here and... Um, I hope those of you who live in cities, you know, go check out a suburb. It is a different way of life and it may or may not be for you, but it's okay. Um, it's good to visit. And so if you have any questions about living in the suburbs or if you'd like to share some tips and tricks on how you've rocked the suburbs, leave me a message, text me. You know how to find me. Till next time. Bye now.